Life Audio. Welcome to the Homeschooling Families Podcast. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. Over the last several years, as David and I have learned more about the incredible impact Operation Christmas Child is having on children and families all around the world, we've become more and more eager to get involved at a deeper level and make sure that all of you are aware of the amazing evangelism and discipleship activities that they're doing all year long. I can't stress enough what a great opportunity you have to engage with them and get your children involved in ministry through them no matter what age your kiddos are. In the show notes for this episode, I'm going to link other episodes we've done sharing stories and ideas for families like yours to get involved in the mission. So be sure to check all of those out. Most of these episodes would be ideal to listen to with your children, and I'd urge you to do so. They'll get even more excited about the impact they can make through their gift of a shoebox as they hear how God has used those gifts in the past. National Collection Week for Operation Christmas Child is coming up on November 13th through 20th, and you can get all the details about how your family can participate in this ministry by going to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash OCC. Again, that's teachthemdiligently.net forward slash OCC. Now, on today's show, we're privileged to be joined by Tina, who's joining us today all the way from South Africa to share about the power of multiplication as you participate in spreading joy and the good news of Jesus's love for others through Operation Christmas Child. Stay tuned. You're in for a real treat as Tina joins us right after this short break. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Homeschooling Families podcast. I am so glad you're joining us today. Hello, Leslie. It's such a privilege and a joy for me to join you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share more about Operation Christmas Child and how it is going on this side of the world where we receive the shoeboxes. I am I am really, really glad to have you here. I'm excited to hear your stories. But before we dive in, I would like to learn more about you, and I think our families would as well. Uh, your accent would indicate that you're probably not from South Carolina like I am. So could you tell us just a little bit more about yourself and your story and, and maybe how you got involved with Operation Christmas Child? Wonderful. All right, so as I was introduced, my name is Tina Morel, and I serve as the regional manager in Southern Africa for Operation Christmas Child. I live in the beautiful islands of the Seychelles, which is the only mid-oceanic granitic islands in the world. And it's uh, if you go on the map, or if you Google, it's four degrees south of the equator in the Western Indian Ocean. I am married to Simon for 25 years, and we have three children, all boys. My eldest, Nathanael, is 23 years old, and he works in the computer science department. My second son, Zoe, is 17, and he is a first-year student at the Seychelles Maritime Academy in the nautical science department. My youngest son, Ezekiel, is 13, and he is in his grade seven. So that's about my family and uh, how I got involved with OCC. My journey with OCC started back in 2010 
When I was then a greatest journey teacher, my church partnered with OCC. In fact, my church hosted uh, OCC when it first came to the Seychelles. And I was trained uh, to be a discipleship uh, teacher with the greatest journey. That's how it all began for me. And over the years, I took up the role of an international field representative as from 2012. And I serve in my current role now since 2019. Wow. So as uh, the regional manager for Southern Africa, I, I specialize and focus on the discipleship, uh, the evangelism and discipleship uh, portfolio, where uh, like over the past uh, a few years and specifically last season, we stewarded 1.4 million gospel opportunities and 700,000 greatest journey students in the 14 countries where we have Operation Christmas Child. Wow. So I can tell you God is doing it things in these countries. 1.4 million gospel opportunities. That is that is just unbelievable. Can you for for those who are listening in who may not be familiar with what you guys do, can you explain what those 1.4 gospel opportunities actually look like? Like what is the process for you all getting the gospel to to these individuals? All right. So everything starts with a family who is packing a shoebox. And I think from your side of the world, that's what most of the family is doing. And these gospel opportunities, actually, they are the shoebox gift that are packed by families from the sending countries. They are collected, then processed, and then they are shipped to our, our countries. When they arrive in the countries, we have what we call the national leadership team who uh, work on their side to get everything uh, that will facilitate the entry of these gift boxes into the country. They will seek government uh, permission uh, for tax exoneration and all of that. And they also uh, build different regional teams who uh, steward this gospel opportunity as they arrive in the country. So when the gift box come in the country, at the same time, before the gift box arrives, actually, the local teams would recruit and select ministry partners. And these ministry partners are mostly uh, churches, Christian organizations who have the passion for children and passion for the evangelism and discipleship. So after the ministry partners are selected, they follow what we call the Operation Christmas Child Ministry Training. In that training, they will learn how to run this, this ministry from A to Z. And we usually refer to this ministry as the Box to Bible Ministry. That's because it starts with the shoebox. And when the children receive the shoebox, hear the gospel and respond to the call, to receive Jesus as their Savior and Lord, they follow a 12-lesson discipleship program. And at the end of that, they graduate and they receive a New Testament Bible, not only as a gift, but as a tool that they will use to continue to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and tell others about his love. So that's why it's called the Box to Bible Ministry. That's amazing. And yeah, I... 
I had the privilege, David and I did, of going to your headquarters here in North Carolina a couple of months ago. Wow. And they were they were talking about how one shoebox not just influences the one child who gets it, but because of the way that they talk to their families and their friends, it goes out and the impact of that is so much greater, especially through the greatest journey as they're being trained and then challenged to go share their faith. When you say 1.4 million gospel opportunities, does that just is that just taking into consideration the boxes that you've handed out? Or is that also taking into consideration the number of people that each one of those children actually talks to about what they've learned? So the 1.4 million represents the number of children who receive the shoeboxes. And we usually enroll at least half of them into the Greatest Journey Discipleship Program. So that's where the 700,000 children enrolled in the Greatest Journey class comes in. And these are the ones who we train to be disciples of Jesus and go out to be disciple maker after completing the Greatest Journey. And from these children, we hear great stories of multiplication of the gospel where they tell family members, friends from school, a community is changed just because of the simple box, the shoe box that was a gospel opportunity to start the great journey with Jesus. That's so amazing. It's it, I cannot stress how much David and I love what you guys are doing and are so grateful for the simplicity with which you're reaching people, the many opportunities that you give people all around the world to participate in it, whether they are here in the States or, or other countries packing boxes or on the ground actually serving. I noticed when you were giving your your testimony at the beginning, you talked about how your first role really with Operation Christmas Child was as a Greatest Journey teacher. And yes. I, before we before we dive into anybody else's story, I would love for you to explain to those listening in what was involved in you becoming a greatest journey teacher and why why does Operation Christmas Child invest so much in training those of you who are going to be the greatest journey teachers? After a short break, we'll be right back to talk even more about this. You know, Leslie, it's so important nowadays that we focus on discipleship because we cannot only just preach the gospel and then leave the children on their own, not knowing more, not growing more in loving Jesus and telling others about him. So my journey as the Greatest Journey Teachers was very interesting because I really love the way this program is is, is all set up. So... The program with 12 lessons, it's divided in three sections. So the first six lessons is about knowing the gospel. So the children will go through six lessons with Bible stories, uh, memory verses that will focus on, on a specific theme that will help them to know God more. And then uh, by the end of that sixth lesson, they will come to know Jesus as their greatest Savior. And uh, they will have the opportunity to commit their lives to Jesus because there is a specific question 
that the teacher would ask them if they want to receive Jesus in their life. And after knowing the gospel, then the second section of the greatest journey is what we call growing the gospel. So in the section of grow in the gospel, children will learn about, about Christian values, helping others, stay close to Jesus, uh, and all of that. That will help them grow more in knowing God and in loving Him. And the last part of this Greatest Journey program is about sharing the gospel. Tell others about Jesus. And the sections again tells about the stories of the disciples who went to tell others about Jesus. And that is why how today we have come to know Jesus as our personal Savior. And I think it's very important for Obersion Christmas Child to invest in uh, training the ministry partners and the Greatest Journey teachers so that we do not take lightly the, the value uh, of the gospel because we cannot hand, we call it the sacred keys in OCC, we cannot hand the sacred keys to people who do not understand the ministry, who do not have the passion for evangelism and discipleship. So even in the selection of the ministry partners who partner with Operation Christmas Child in our part of the world, it's very important that the local teams will screen uh, very well and will select those churches who really have the passion for children to hear about Jesus and to become his follower. And I really, I so appreciate the seriousness of the approach that you all take with training people of, of being so selective and, and investing so much in those who are going to turn around and invest in all of those children. And I, I believe that's why God is doing so much because you do value this. You do see it as the sacred keys, which I absolutely love the way that that is framed. You know, because honestly, Tina, here in the States, I fear that a lot of times we're flippant with it. We have such overwhelming access to things of the Lord, to resources, to all of this stuff that we, we've almost become flippant with it. And one of the things that God has really challenged my heart with through my involvement with Operation Christmas Child is the unbelievable value and preciousness of God's word and of the message that we're able to share. And so I so appreciate even the way that you laid that out for everyone so that I hope that it's a real challenge to those listening in for even within our homes, within our churches and communities, that we take this this privilege that we have even more seriously in the days to come. That's my prayer too. Yes. Amen. Amen. I wanted to give you a little bit of time to share some of, you know, specific stories of what God is doing over there, because it's so encouraging and actually enlightening to hear the experiences of others and how God is using these shoebox gifts and the discipleship program in the lives of others around the world. Do you have any stories like that you could share with us? Oh, yes. I have <laughs> at least three stories to share with you today. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Good. Okay. So I'll start with a story from uh, South Africa. In fact, from Durban, the name of this young girl is Tando. She received the shoeboxes in 2017. She was 14 years old then. And it was through her church. The name of the church was, is Reconciled with Yahweh Ministry. 
So after receiving the shoeboxes, Tando uh, followed the Greatest Journey program. And during that uh, Greatest Journey program discipleship, she received Jesus as her personal savior. And from there, her journey started. So she continued after graduation, she continued to be a Greatest Journey assistant teacher in her church. And uh, at school, she had a classmate. Uh, her name is Zimisele. And Zimisele had some problems at home. Her parents were having some marital problems. So Tando was encouraging Zimisele to pray to God for her parents and even invited her to come to her church. And Zimisele came to the church and attended an outreach event that was organized by the church. And at, at the same outreach event, this church is partnering with OCC every year. So at that outreach event, Zimisele came with her parents. And uh, during the, the gospel presentation, Zimisele and her mother got touched and they gave their life to Jesus. Well, So both parents didn't go to church at all at that time. But from this day, they started to come and fellowship at the church. And even till today, they are attending this church and they remain in their marriage. Now, the story of multiplication comes when Tando and Zimisele love so much to share the gospel with other children. So every time the church is doing the outreach event, these two girls will be the one who will be sharing the gospel with these other children. And they are also running the Greatest Journey class now in their church, which caused so many growth in the church because the children who received the shoeboxes stayed in the church and they brought their family to come to the church. And now this church has a new branch, which is now named Reconciled with Christ Church. And that's where we see the multiplication of the gospel. From one church, this uh, young, young girl, Tando, heard the gospel through receiving the gift box, knew Jesus and followed him, disciples, and then told others about Jesus. And then a new church is planted because of that. So it's so amazing and so encouraging when you hear stories like that, that until now, this, the, the Tando and Zimisele, they are still involved in uh, discipling other children, and they are so serious about it. In fact, I, I spoke with Ntando's mother just last week to ask how she was doing. She was telling me, you can't believe that Tando is even considering studying theology at her age. Oh, wow. So continue to pray for her that God's plan for her life may be accomplished. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's so easy for us while we're here in the States to just get the the beautiful pictures of the kids getting the boxes and they're so moving and so exciting. But to hear the stories of the seeds that are planted and the growth and the multiplication like you talked about there is just amazing. And it's so exciting. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that it's life-giving to those of us who are participating from afar to hear these stories because we get a greater vision of what God is doing there, but also we're challenged to take things more seriously and to see God do similar works here. Yeah. So I, I love that. I love that 
that through this ministry to these children and their seriousness and and the way that God has worked in their hearts, that even another church has been planted. That's just, that's incredible. Amazing. It it really is. Amazing. And there is another, there's another new church plant story from Zambia. You want me to tell you? <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I'm on the end of my seat here. <laughs> okay. This, is the, this story is from Zambia. And uh, it's the story of Golden Mutale Mwamba. Uh, he is an 11-year-old boy. So this story, I received it from the discipleship coordinator from Zambia from this, uh, this past season. And it comes from a rural part of Kabwe. Kabwe is situated in the central part of Zambia. And a ministry partner decided to reach out to this rural village because there was no church in that area. And the partners with OCC team conducted the outreach event there. So children from this rural area come from very poor families. And they were the ones who got invited to come to the outreach event. After the gospel presentation, children are invited to give their lives to Jesus. And on the day of the outreach event, about 55 children made the decision to receive Christ as their Savior for the first time. And Golden Mutale Mwamba, that 11-year-old boy, was one of them. So then the, after the, the gospel presentation, the children receive a booklet, an evangelistic booklet, The Greatest Gift, and it tells about the story of Jesus through the eyes of John, Jesus' beloved disciple. So they receive the gift box, and you know the most exciting part when receiving the gift box is when they count one, two, three, and everyone opens the box <laughs> and everyone screams of joy. And uh, you just hear shouts of joy and screams all around. And Golden Mwamba cried out with joy when he found a brand new pair of shoes and a T-shirt with the writing, Jesus loves you in his box. And he was so full of joy as it was his birthday, and the the teacher asked him, what makes this so special? And he confessed that he never had any shoes before. He never worn a, shoe, a pair of shoes before. So when he got home and told his family about Jesus and how Jesus loves him so much that he even gave him a brand new pair of shoes, his family couldn't believe it. <laughs> and his grandfather was the most excited one because... He said, how can this be possible? And so the family got connected with the church, with that ministry partner who came to do the outreach event. And eventually they asked that that they start a new church in their village. So Gordon said that he will never stop going to church because he loves Jesus and he wants so many children to know Jesus and follow him because for him, that was such a miraculous happening in his life that he finally got a pair of shoes, a brand new one. Wow. Isn't God amazing? He's so good. It, it is. It's amazing. And it, it astonishes me how many shoebox recipients I've talked to through the years that recount how their box had exactly what they needed, what they were, had been hoping for. It's like God orchestrates 
the construction of these boxes with that child in mind. And only a good, good father who is all powerful and all knowing could do that. And the fact that he cares so much about his children that he he works in that way to get their attention, to to warm their hearts, to make to give an opportunity for the greatest gift to be shared about is yeah. is just awe inspiring. I think it is. It is Leslie, and you know the the first core value for Operation Christmas Child is about prayer, and we believe that at every level of involvement there is prayer. So even from the family who packs the shoebox, they pray over the gift box. It goes into these collection uh, centers. People pray there at the processing center uh, before they get shipped, when they receive it. People pray at every, every step of the process of Operation Christmas Child. And I think that's how God moves in. And answers these prayers, and he, as you said, he orchestrates everything that the child who want who needed this specific item in his box got it. Yeah, and we have so many stories about that, but maybe that's another time <laughs> for us to tell. You'll you'll find that I just want to go on and on and on with my podcast with with Operation Christmas Child <laughs> because I I'm so excited about what God is doing, and I just want to hear more and more and more. But I do want you to tell me one more story while we still have a little bit of time. So do you have one more that you could share? Yes. So this one is from my country, from Seychelles. Uh, It's the story of Sean L'Espoir. He's a young boy, 10 years old. So Sean is from a blended family. He lives with his mom and his stepdad. And uh, they live on the east coast of the main island. I attended the graduation ceremony when they were finishing the Greatest Journey program and I attended the graduation ceremony. So Sean received the shoebox at school and he was following the discipleship class there. What attracted me with Sean was his hat. You know, the children there, they don't have the the ready-made gown or the hats for graduation. They make themselves the hat. Oh, really? So Sean's hat attracted me because, yes, they, they make their own hats with, you know, cardboard and they make their own decoration and, and all colorful style, a lot of creativity. <laughs> and what attracted me with Sean's hat was the big, bold Romans 10 verse 9 on his hat. Wow. And he was, he was writing the Bible verse all around the hat. Declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. So after the ceremony, I approached on and I asked him, why did he choose that Bible verse? And he then told me his story. He, he tells me that he lives with his mother and his stepfather and that his stepfather used to, to, to drink a lot. And you know, for him, that was not the kind of family that, that he wanted to have. He wants to have a happy family. So he tells me that every week after the greatest journey class, when he comes home, he would retell the same Bible story at home. And his stepfather was touched by that specific verse from Romans 10 verse 9. And he, Sean tells me that his stepdad 
stopped drinking and they have started to go to church together. And now Sean is so happy that that changed his family so much because of the love of Jesus. And he prays that his family continues to grow in loving God and being witness of the love of Jesus. So this young boy have seen the transformation in the life of his stepdad because of what he has been telling about Jesus and about his salvation. Wow. Wow. It's amazing. It really is. You know, as as you were talking about that, one of the things that I was thinking of, when when our kids were young, David and I always prayed that the Lord would give them opportunity to share their faith with others while they were young, because we know firsthand the impact of seeing someone else come to Jesus and how once you see that happen, you can't stop talking about it. I mean, it's amazing. And so the fact that you guys are not only sharing Jesus's love with these children, but the children are then motivated and encouraged to go out and tell others, yes. it's it's no wonder that God is using it so much for multiplication because once you see par- people start understanding Jesus's love, it, it is something that you just want to share over and over and over again. And I, I'm so excited to hear how even for that that little boy, God changed his family. He brought his stepdad to the Lord. That is just, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. It's so exciting to hear these stories. Yes. I'm so, you know, I don't have words I, that, exactly. <laughs> to describe. Yeah, the fulfillment every time I hear these stories. You know, it's, it's, I, I cry every year after, after we finish a season and we collect these reports and see what God has done. I cry every time because I said, Father, this is not me. It's nothing about me. It's all about you and how you touch these families. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, Tina, how would you encourage families here in the States and wherever else they're listening in to get involved in this ministry? What can we do? What can families here actually, how can they participate? Well, first of all, I would say pack shoeboxes, uh, participate in the Operation Christmas Child, pack shoeboxes so that uh, we get more and more of these gospel opportunities to tell the children here about Jesus. And you also can invest in the Greatest Journey program. You can go on the website and, and you, you'll get more information on how you, you get involved with that. And... um Please pray for us. Pray for the receiving countries. Pray for these ministry partners, yes. these churches, to be faithful to the the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, pray for us as staff and uh, volunteers in these different countries that that the Lord continue to to sustain us and to keep us firm in our faith and uh, to pursue the call, so that many, many, many more children know about Jesus and grow in loving him and telling others about him. Amen. Amen. And thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad that you've been here. Thank you for taking the time to to share with us what God is doing in Africa. It is it's so exciting and I'm so grateful that we have the technology to connect with one another from opposite sides of the world, opposite sides of the equator and to really hear 
what what God is doing and to realize that the same God that we are serving and pursuing here is doing mighty things where you are as well, because he is almighty, unchangeable, loving, loving God. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And I pray that uh, your family is blessed as you continue to teach your children the way of the Lord Jesus. Well, thank you again, Tina. And thank you to everyone else who's tuning in. I hope that that this has been a challenge to your heart. I hope that, you know, as she was recounting the stories and reading Romans 10, 9, I was overwhelmed just hearing those words again and realizing the power of God's saving grace and how it extends to all those who believe and all those who call on his name. We had a tremendous opportunity and responsibility here to reach out. We are all called to share God's love with others. And Operation Christmas Child gives us a great opportunity to to put legs to that great commission, to actually bring our children together, give them an opportunity to, together as a family, pray over what you're going to put in the box. Because as we've heard today, God God puts those boxes together for the special child in mind. And so you can join in that as you pray about that and then trust that he is going to answer that prayer and direct everything that you put in that box to send abroad. And then you can rest easy. You can be excited knowing that once that box gets over there, all of those children hear the gospel and so many of them have the opportunity to go through the greatest journey and learn more, go deeper, get discipled. They hear the gospel two or three times during that program and they learn so much and then they're challenged at the end to go tell others. So the multiplication of your simple gift of a shoebox is absolutely incredible. Like Tina was saying, 1.4 million gospel opportunities last year in Africa alone. And that doesn't even include the reach beyond as children told their families and communities. This is an impactful ministry that we can all participate in. So I encourage you again, go to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash OCC. That's going to give you so much information. Don't forget that the National Collection Week is coming up November 13th through 20th. You're going to want to get your boxes packed before that. But there are so many places, I'm sure, in your community where you can drop them off. But again, all of that information can be found at teachthemdiligently.net forward slash OCC. So go check that out today. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Take some time, listen to some of the other stories and podcasts that we've done with other shoebox recipients. It will bless your socks off. So go listen to those. All of those links are in our show notes. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining me today. It's my prayer that every episode of the Homeschooling Families podcast helps to strengthen your family by giving you biblical and practical ways to raise your children and educate them well. We'd love to engage with you more. So check out teachthemdiligently.net to find out about the resources and experiences we offer Christian homeschooling families like yours all year long. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and a whole lot more. Mm -hmm.